All right, Tim, we are back with Appetite for Construction bonus edition. Bonus edition. Bonus. Tim, how I like are you doing? The bonus edition. I like the bonus edition. Do you? It could get it. Well, because when you and I talked about this several weeks ago, we talked about doing a little 10 or 15 minute Friday bonus edition where we just kind of riff on whatever top of mind is. And if there are subjects that are, you know, coming out during the week or we just want to hear people just want to hear us talk. I, I don't know if it'll be listened to very much, but I'm hoping we've got good, I'm hoping we've got at least 10 or 15 minutes. Tim, of you are the promoter of our podcast. No one's going to listen to this, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> anyway, well, topic driven. there's something that's been on my mind that I wanted to talk about in this bone boner bonus edition. And, um, and we're going to bring in a good friend all the way from I don't even know he's from he's Calgary. 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 Bob Cal- Baker. Calgary. That's how you say it. If you Cal- go anywhere, Calgary. You'll never be mocked if you say it that way. How you doing, Bob? <laughs> I'm Bob. good. How are you boys? Good. 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 Like, uh, we can see on talk. screen you got you got the all the banners looking good and the, oh, yes. it, you're in the barn, right? I'm in the barn. I'm I'm missing a mechanical hub banner, but Maybe we can rectify that someday. Well, Tim stole it. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wanted to talk to you about this. Gosh, I might get in trouble for it. but um, No, just be clear. I've been, uh, it, it's something that it's near and dear to my heart because, listen, I'm older now and Tim's older now. And we we were groomed in the journalism industry I mean, I remember working for a newspaper where we had an actual exacto knife where we had to cut and paste different stories on a storyboard. You know, took some stuff out. That's how you edit it and put this, you know, the new piece in. And then it went to a printing press and it printed, you know, back in the days when there were newspapers and stuff. And, uh, you know, we like five, <laughs> we years, went to, five years ago. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, um, Eight, you know, worked for many newspapers and worked for, you know, now, now we have the website kind of evolving with the times and social media and stuff. And what I've seen lately is that if you have a camera and a social media account, you're a a journalist, I guess there's a balancing act you have to have that you're talking about product and are you talking about product because it was given to you or are you talking about product because you believe in it? And this is, this is where I'm having a, a struggle with, you know, I, I say this cause there was a recently two shows this past week and I might've seen the same video from separate people, the same seven videos, which a, as a consumer and I'm on social media, I just get tired of it and I just keep scrolling and keep scrolling by. So I, I don't know. I, I know Bob, you're, you're pretty outspoken about this topic. So, uh, I mean, what do you think about this? I agree with you. It's a <clears throat> it's a balancing act that everybody needs to um, uh, straddle. The temptation to you know get sponsored by somebody or get a free whatever it might be widget uh, because you say something positive about whatever that widget may do uh, is incredibly tempting, and mm-hmm. you know it makes you feel good makes the, the the product manufacturer feel good all those dopamine uh hits hit all the receptors and you feel fantastic but oh i was asking about how like 
were old guys. That was my, my question <laughs> oh. to you. Am I already not? Am I already off topic? Damn it! Oh, I'm just <laughs> oh, it's the elf timers kicking, and I like I'm like uh, no, some I'm unnamed president. I just sort of wander <laughs> off on this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's. Um, I I agree with you. Like you know, as being one of those whatever you want to call it, uh, people on social media and using those uh, tools on a daily basis, I'm more than happy to uh, support and recommend the stuff that I use. But when you get something that's sent to you and they say, listen, we will either pay you to do this or we will you know, give you some product for free. I do think on some level, uh, you're, you have to be incredibly careful with your integrity because it can, yeah. it can slide off the rails quickly. Yeah, you were telling me off air that uh, you had a product. I won't name the manufacturer, but you threw it in the garbage. <laughs> And people are like, well, you don't like that company? And they're like, my truck is full of it. I just happen to not like. Yeah, we all have wins and losses. I mean, you know, there's things that we, there's things that I am incredibly successful at and can be proud at of jobs that I've completed. And there's actual total mistakes that I've made either because I'm incompetent or didn't pay attention or whatever. And Mm -hmm. you learn from those experiences and, and Unfortunately, because it's a 30-second clip of me throwing something in the trash bin because I it's so ineffective at what I want it to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, it raises the ire of everyone. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, so you hate that. I'm like, no, I don't. But this in this particular product was belongs in the trash because it's trash. And okay. I'm not it's it's tough to sort of separate the product from from the manufacturer. Everybody just yeah. sort of jumps on that monkey and says, ah, you hate them. No, I don't. Yeah. Not at all. And JP, as you and I have talked about in the past, we grew up in a time where church and state inside a, a newspaper or magazine was adhered to. Sales are on that side. Marketing is on that side. Editorials on that side. And there wasn't a lot of mixing of the of the, the base. I think... We're in a wild, wild west situation when it comes to influencers in our industry. The consumer influencer uh, four or five years ago with all the name brands of this beauty product or this whatever that women saw on TikTok or Instagram, that marketing format has just seeped into our industry. And I, I just think that the influencers in our industry need to be a lot more selective in how they approach what they're doing. Otherwise it just looks like a money grab. I, I mean, that's, that's my opinion. Um, but you know, it, well, I, I, I mean, think they need to be more selective. When I was working on the magazines, there was a shift where you said there was a separation of churches that you never named a manufacturer in the story or the case study. And then it started to shift and, and magazines were, benefiting off of naming those people because that's what they wanted. The manufacturers wanted, I get it. And part of me also believe that it's part of a puzzle. Like if you're, if you're, if you're creating a case study, people want to know what you're putting in, what components you're putting in and how they not necessarily communicate with each other, but work together as a, as a system. So I I get that part of movies. Yeah. So I, I mean, I understand that, but um, it just seems now like, like I said, you have a camera and a, and a, 
a social think, media account and you're, you know, you're, you're the foremost expert on, on the subject. And, um, I, I almost feel bad for guys that have been in this industry for, you know, 10, 20, 30 years who just put their head down and went to work every morning at 5 a.m., got back home at 5 p.m. or whatever it is. How come these guys aren't recognized as leaders? Cause they just, they just do their job, I guess. Well, my hope is that the cream rises to the top over time and marketers from inside the manufacturing world will really understand what we're trying to do as an industry as a whole. I, I, I think there's blame to go around in a lot of different areas, both the contractor themselves who are pouring themselves out and or the manufacturer that's utilizing this platform to, you know, market their products incessantly and it just, like you said earlier, you've got five or six or seven videos of the same damn thing from the trade show from five, six or seven different influencers. It's like you say, I think, I mean, you guys come at it from the angle of journalism because you guys are trained journalists. You just spoke of how the industry has changed and you recognize those changes. I don't recognize any of that stuff because I wasn't involved in that. <clears throat> and so you guys have that education that comes with some discernment and integrity and uh, uh, morals might be a big word for that, but you know what I mean? Like some judgment on what's acceptable and what's not. And like you guys are saying now you got a cell phone and and an IG account. Like you haven't, I've never taken any journalism or training. I'm just, you know, going about my day. You know, Mm -hmm. somebody gets a hit something viral. uh, Those uh, manufacturers, I think at the at the current time, it's just throwing as much stuff against the wall to see what'll stick. But like Tim said, I think it's going to change where they're going to start using the sniper and say, "All right, that's not as effective as we thought it was going to be. We need to drill down and start going after the real guys that are doing real things." Well, and let me real quick, John, in all transparency, I don't want to get up on some high horse and say that we don't also work with manufacturers. And create videos where we're on job sites and they pay for our travel and stuff. That happens. I mean, that's part of the business. That's our business model that we're in. But yeah, I, I think you're right, Bob. Right on yeah, what I would t- say. Tell me exactly yeah. what I'm right about, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could go on to a long list of things I, I think you're right about. <laughs> All right. None of them about this, too. <laughs> uh, the bromance is for later, guys. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I think you know some people listening to this might point the finger at us, like you said, Tim, and and say like, "Well, you guys do the same thing." But I think we do. Listen, Mechanical Hub's been around for ten years, and we've been in the industry uh, as far as you know the 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 trade media for God over twenty years. Nineteen ninety six for me. Yeah, and uh, I think what we do is to educate and inform and i think eric does a great job on that on on social media and as far as listen i'm not a contractor you tim's not a contractor but we try to uh present information and um inform people and then you know this podcast we try to get people on to to educate and have some fun yeah i i just feel like it's it's something that over the years we've tried to maintain a credibility with what we do. And there's a lot of people out there that do great work and do, you know, and they're on social media and they do great work. I think, like we said, when, when I see a trade show video of the same thing 
from seven different people. I just get burnt out. I'm just like, I don't want to see this anymore. It's just like you say, the evolution is, is you can start, like you can recognize that stuff of the guys that are just throwing crap out there. There's a particular, uh, a tradesman in Greece who always has a c- cigar in his mouth, I, but you, that guy does fantastic work. Right. And he's not, you know, hawking the latest, you know, widget, whatever that might be, he's working. And so yeah. I, I'm able to look at that guy and say, that guy is a quality, he knows what he's doing, he uses great stuff, and I respect what he's able to do. You see those other guys, like you say, that you're just reposting the tape measure video on how, what its standout is. I'm like, I've used tape measures my whole life. I don't think I've yeah. ever tried to find out if it can go 13 feet or 14 feet. I don't effing care <laughs> <laughs> how long it can go. <laughs> Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So I think there's some discernment happening just in in the viewership of like, yeah, no, that's just that's just an ad. Let me get to some real content of what's uh, which is meaningful to me and and that will help me in my job and in my career, I guess. Is well, what let me I- ask you this, Tim. Tim, you said you're in, in the PR industry. I know that. And um, a lot of it is number crunching. And that's the bottom line is like, okay, how many people have seen this? How many people, what's the return? What's the, that, that's important. I understand that, but. Metri- metrics for a manufacturer, when they look at their marketing budget each year, they, they're looking at their return on their investment. And if they're able to spend, you know, $2,000 with this influencer and get this many impre- impressions, engagements, and, you know, comments on various social media platforms, that may be more valuable than a print ad that costs 5000 in a magazine that, although it may be distributed to 50,000 contractors, maybe only, you know, a couple thousand see it. So it's really the engagement. And as I said earlier, it's the wild, wild west. I, I think that manufacturers have, have created relationships, close relationships with these influencers. And there's an obligation to use them. So it, like I, I think you touched on earlier, John, it's just a matter of really identifying the great content that they should be sharing versus everybody sharing the same thing. And I, and I hope that that's because I, as we joke around, we see ourselves as the voice of the contractor as a media company and our platforms, be it our social media or websites or our newsletters, we really want to, you know, connect and engage with the contractor on a firsthand basis. But there are times where Eric's doing stuff where he's working with a specific manufacturer to promote and educate man- contractors on a specific tool that might be coming around the corner. So that may be something that I, back to your, yes, KPIs and ROIs are critical for all those manufacturers that provide dollars to you know our industry. So Bob, I put you on mute. There was some feedback um, happening on your end. I don't know what it was, but do you hear that? Oh, it sounds like a mouse. <laughs> it sounds like a moth. A moth. <laughs> yeah, the, the the wings waving. It does. You have a moth in there? I don't know. I don't think so. Mothman. <laughs> uh, it's it's fine. I, it might just be the connection. It has to cross the border and then you know. It, well, once and, it crossed the border, once it, it crosses has to Canada. Yeah, it has to go yeah. Does it have a COVID card and all that? <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, you know, I just I was going to say what the one upside for all of this is 
is that we are getting a better, and I say we, John, you and I and Eric, in our 10 years, we've really gotten to meet a whole lot more contractors and have, you know, I've enjoyed all the relationships that we've created with a lot of these influencers. And at some point, you and I have talked about it. When do they unionize? When do they all get the idea that, wow, we can all come at this from one big group and unionize. And that's what's kind of scary. It might happen. Somewhere down the road, it might may happen. So They're going to unionize uh, Instagram and social media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you guys are safe. I will say this. I, I agree with you, Tim. The beauty of social media for me has been the relationships that I've made with guys like you, with uh, people uh, like the, my banners up here. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of the products. It's because of the people that I've been able to meet. I could give, yeah. you know, Mechanical Hub is great, but Tim and Eric and John, uh, you know, having met you guys face to face is just what this, in my mind, this app and uh, this technology is supposed to do for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not yeah, about yeah. the products are great. I had dinner with uh, a, the Central Therm guys. It was, a, it was yeah. fantastic. We talked for five hours. Yeah, <laughs> just about life. It was fantastic. Yeah, and we yeah. spent seven minutes on his product, and the rest was yeah. just you know what I mean. Yeah, so. and that's like you said, that's kind of what uh, the social media is uh, to connect and to to uh, you know be friends with these people and to share stories and problems. I direct, or, I, I direct JP up to Northern Wisconsin about a month and a half ago with my wife to see a certain band play at a winery. Yeah. We had a blast. Yeah. yeah. The only reason that happens is because we're close friends with the manufacturer and the, the rep and the contact there at the manufacturer. I wouldn't miss those opportunities for anything. Um, I put you on mute again, Bob, because I, I keep hearing this moth flying around. Who's the prime minister of Can- uh, Canada? Is he monitoring this? Justin Trudeau. Yes. Oh, he still is? Okay. <laughs> he yeah. still is. I thought he had like a sex scandal or something that he was. Uh, he's got for. a he, he's got a million of those, and somehow he's like he's the Teflon Don, right? Nothing can stick to him. <laughs> That's a, like I said, you know, Instagram and and Snapchat and TikTok, all these social media platforms are great for people. There's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of people doing a lot of great things. But my my wish is that you know we we be creative with it and we. Um, you know, we educate, inform, and 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 make people laugh. You know, I, I think that's important. But when you start to see some of the same stuff, it becomes um, boring to me. I agree with you. All I can say is, I've been asked a few times, "Is why why am I on these things and doing mm-hmm. what I'm doing?" And it's it's not because of the product. It's because of mm-hmm. trying to meet people like you guys. Yeah. At the end of the day. Lots of those other guys are in it for, you know, monetary reasons. I'm here yeah. to make some money, and you know, at like you guys at Mechanical Hub, clearly you need to keep the lights on. But I suspect your original, you know, uh, mission statement was to educate the trade, mm-hmm. to bring it out of the the yeah. dark ages, as you, if you will, and and expose it to as many people as you can. Yeah. In order to do that, you have to, you know, develop some relationships and uh, make them financially viable. But right, 
All right. Well, cool. Well, thanks for jumping on at last minute. Like I said to you, John, I can't fix your furnace. Uh, Oh, that's right. When you phone me at 7 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, dude, I can't. I'm not going to make it out to your house today, dude. (laughs) That's a long drive. (laughs) But I was telling you that he's going to come out in like two weeks. So it'll probably be about 15 degrees at that point. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. How long long does that take? A few hours, would you say? Four hours, maybe? To change the furnace? Yeah, yeah. 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 Nothing like doing it in the dead of winter. <laughs> I guess better than, you know, New Year's Eve with the furnace going out. So Exactly. I guess. You'll just pay but for I looked it. At, you'll pay for it twice. Yeah. You'll pay for the New Year's Eve visit, and then you'll pay for the furnace install. <laughs> exactly. Well, I looked at the serial number. That's 30 years old, that furnace that's oh sitting my in, my, gosh. in my bed. So it's ready to How has Eric out. not changed that for you yet? Tell him he's doing you a I disservice. Didn't even, I didn't even know until the other day someone asked for the, the plate, you know, inside the you know, on the furnace. And I looked and then I was like curious where I don't see the date. And then you look at the serial number and like the first four digits are the date. And I'm like, it said nine, three Oh two. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So almost 30 years old. Tim. Might be time for an upgrade. Should yeah. I do the Kramer thing? Like where you, you're, you're trying to you remember they drove the car and they wanted to see how far they could go without running out of gas on yeah, Seinfeld. Do it. So I just want to see how far this will go until it just. Yeah, that'll be an expensive. Down. That'll ex- be an expensive <laughs> gallon of gas when you buy it, though. That's right. Yeah. The part of Kramer that you didn't see is the tow truck drive back and the <laughs> yeah. expense of that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Whatever else is involved. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for jumping on. Thanks, Bob. Um, thanks, boys. Always good to talking to you. Have a good day, buddy. Yeah. Let me know when you're coming up and going fishing. Fly right. fishing, not lake fishing, like the real fishermen. I just want to come up there and drink beer. Oh, we can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. Well, I like you telling me the story one time you came home and there was a party at your house and uh, somebody walked by and you're like, well, who do you know at the party? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> and you're like, it's my freaking house. <laughs> I walk, yeah, it's like, where my, yeah, yeah, it was insane. I'm like, I've literally been, what are you doing here? You're at the wrong party. Uh, Listen, Chachi, this is my house. What are you doing in my house? Yeah, exactly. Uh, kids, they'll uh, ruin your life. I can assure you of that. Oof, yeah, they can. Yes. All right. All right. Have a All good right. day, buddy. Thanks, guys. Thanks, boys.